Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Oh god, here it comes. Oh hot 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 That sounds nice. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, weapon of pride. It is a beautiful morning out there. Little cloud cover. I was going to ride my bicycle in here today, but again, my ass is not prepared for bike riding quite yet. Still hurts from two days ago, and all I did was a little, you know, street ride. But, but yeah, those bikes. Whew. When you get used to it, everybody that first rides a bike, is like, oh my ass for like a week, and then after a while, like it doesn't even bother you. I haven't been on the bike in a while, and it it bothered me. It, it leather, hurt. leather that up. It hurt. It hurt a lot. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't happy with that whatsoever. Uh, they showed the uh, girlfriend of the guy in the manhunt. Yeah, I've seen her. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd go on a rampage, too. Yeah, but I mean, what better is he going to get? That's right. That's I mean, true. You know. That is a good point. So you're, you're not going to do much better than that. Wandering around, uh, you know. I, but I think I'd, uh, if that was my girlfriend, I'd, I'd rather be in jail. <laughs> I, think, I think that's it. I don't know that I'd go to the lengths that this uh, Nicholas guy went to, but I'd rather be in jail than come home to that every night. She had The fun thing was they said in the report that uh, – she had a bunch of burner phones in her toilet tank. Wow. And then she's like, I don't know. I don't know what those are. Like, you're. What are those doing there? Multiple burner phones. Police aren't ever going li- to. I don't know how people think that when the cops come to your house and find burners, like tons of them, that your excuse is ever valid. I'm not a police officer, but I can't imagine that it's ever worked that you go into a house and are like, oh, these burner phones are just for my work. And the cop has to roll his eyes and go, oh, just tell me. You're making it harder on both of us. Just look. Were you in contact with the bad guy? Oh, no. I haven't had. You can check my phone records. Of course I can. What about these 14 Target phones that are in the box over here? Are they? I don't know. Those were. Uh, those are not mine. In your toilet tank. 
somebody sneaks into your house at night and puts burner phones in your toilet tank you don't know about. Nope, that must be it. I find them down in that hauler down there. <laughs> right. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, see, anyway, I just have all these burner phones just in case my main phone drops out. Okay. So you weren't in contact with them? Nope, not at all. Hadn't heard from them. Okay. Why are you down here in the area? You live in Prescott. Oh, it's getting the burner phones out of the toilet tank. The ones you didn't know about? No, uh, something like that. Anyway, why don't I get all these questions? You're writing a book. But I'm looking at her and I'm like, yeah. And her her face is, and she's on some felony warrant. Like she's free. Of course she is. She's on a, on a she's out on a felony bail. And it's like, uh, how do you, I, I don't understand. That's a lifestyle I just don't get. Like, like a Twitter lifestyle? Well, no. If you were, if you were suddenly a felon and we're friends and stuff and you're like, hey, man. I've committed a pretty bad crime. I'm kind of not going to hang out with you. Well, I don't blame you. You know, I would be like, you know what, Brett? Good luck to you. But we can't – I don't want you around that much anymore because you're on the lam. I'm not really a guy who's – I'm not built for on the lam pals. Like, who's my friend? He's on the lam. I'll help you out if you're having trouble at home, if you can't make a bill. <laughs> One of those. But if you're on the lam, I'm not your guy. And I don't know how you fall into that lifestyle – of wanting to help people that are like, you just need to, I think you just need to go to the, don't bring me in. Like, you don't care about me. I guess that's my mind. I know. I guess the tougher one would be me. they go back to home where their parents are, or grandparents. And yeah, oh, grandma and grandpa get abused in this situation. But I just don't get the mindset of saying, uh, clearly this person has no thoughts or regards for me or they wouldn't be around. They're bringing, it's bringing AIDS into my house. You're, you're rubbing AIDS all over me. It's like, you're, you don't care about me. At now all. I'm hiding you. Yeah, and now you're asking me to commit crimes for your freedom. So you can remain free. I now have to – I don't get it. And I don't understand why anybody thinks that that's a good idea. And I guess it's that weird kind of, hey, friendship is much – I'm not that good of friends with anyone, I don't think. I don't think anyone that would do that to me is my friend. So I guess I look at it from that perspective. I think I'm not it's a hell's easier. angel, I guess, is really what I'm – I'm not cut out for Right, it. so the the – thought behind that is the law is always out to get you and it's not right yeah i think that's when what they're thinking it's like the police people, are after, it doesn't matter you're, but you're you're being held down by the man yeah, but you still can't shoot the man it's, it's, still, it's like the man i'm just telling you, it's like well i'm why it's uh snitches well, sure not be the snitch but i get this. that i get the yeah. snitch thing in that community because everybody's a felon like the snitch usually has something like if you snitch on me, I can snitch on you. You so did the right thing, man. You hid him. Usually, like the mob snitch situation. And Brett, back me up here. The mob snitch, you know, because you know all the rules. Uh, yeah. Is that if Brett and I are in the mafia together, and I'm a rat, I'm as guilty as they are. So the rule is nobody snitches because the whole house of cards comes down if somebody does. You find a tweaker to take the rap. Right in our KUPD life. A snitch tells like, oh, Brady's doing this. And you're just a bitch at that point. Like, wait a second. Did you call the cops because I make an illegal U-turn every day? Yeah. You son of a bitch. It doesn't take the whole house down. It's just a guy getting you. And I get that end of snitching. I get that end of like you tattle on a dude because you just don't like something. But then don't go to that guy. But right. But yeah, but in the mafia, it makes sense. No snitches because you can, you can wreck the whole operation. I mean, you get anybody snooping around and I just don't understand. Depends on where you are and high up. He'll he'll start. doesn't. He'll he'll take the house of cards down. It doesn't matter. In the mob, they're basically like anybody talks, you've invited the bad guy into the house. 
So if you're if you're snitching in the mafia, you can be the low level guy. If you're snitching, you brought him in. That's the thing. Nobody cares about. Like I'm not going to snitch you on Brett. Him, you get killed. Yeah, if Brett's got a coke problem, I'm not snitching on him. I'm not calling the police, but I'm going to try to help you until I can't. That's different. Like snitches are. different. Let me have some of that. Yeah. So how come we don't get any? But I uh, For sure. Yeah, but I just don't get that lifestyle of, you know, housing bad guys and and also thinking the law is wrong and they're holding me down. Okay, but why? Because you think the law's wrong, you break it. It doesn't matter if you think it's wrong. He didn't have a choice for that life. I think there's a, a ton of laws that aren't right, but I'm not going to break them to prove a point. That's stupid. I guess it just comes down to that. They're stupid. Criminals, for the most part, are stupid. Well, this guy's been practicing that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's too, yeah, and practicing that, breaking the law. Right, this makes perfect. Just because you hate the law, it doesn't mean you can't get in trouble for it. Well, it's a dumb law. It's a good opinion. I agree with you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you may not like. Eventually, it's yeah, going to catch up. To you. Yeah, you're shouting into a crevice, the ether. You're just yelling into a void that you don't like a law that isn't going anywhere. I ain't adhering to it. Okay, there's there's punishment for that. Well, that's dumb too. Okay, you're going to end up in jail for a long time until you start accepting what's around you. I don't like this law or this law, so I ain't doing it. Okay, you know what's going to happen next, right? No. You're going to get arrested. Well, that's stupid, and you're going to be mad about it. That's dumber than dumb. Man's always trying to hold me down. And then you're going to shoot a cop in the belly, and they're going to have this. I love what the police are doing, too. When this, when this Nicholas dude gets out of jail or out of the hospital and goes to jail, they're taking the handcuffs that the lady he shot, the lady cop he shot, they're taking her handcuffs and cuffing them and finishing what she started with the guy. And it's, it's, a, you know, it's a gigantic uh, symbol, yeah. symbolism, yeah. but it's great. And they're like, look, we got her cuffs. They're going on your ass. You, know, you, you delayed her arrest for a couple weeks. And she's gonna, by the way, she's going to make it, and you're going to be in jail. Worth it. Okay. I just don't get it. I don't understand. My baby's going to be waiting. I never understand that mentality. And I'll get emails on this very conversation from people who call me a pussy and tell me, you don't understand when they're after you, but you have to stop for two seconds and say, why are they after me? Because you're doing dumb stuff. Yeah, but they don't have to do it in the ways that, yes, but you're still the idiot. You realize you're the idiot, right? You're the one with meth in your pocket. You think meth shouldn't be a problem, but you're the one with it is. Yeah, but they don't have to rough a guy up. Well, they do when the guy fights back the entire time. You're an idiot. Stop being an idiot. How hard is that advice in life? Please stop being it's an tough. idiot. Please. It really is. It's hard for all of us. But, I mean, when it comes to the law, stop passed being an idiot. Father, well, it, from- well, not in your case. <laughs> but a lot of the times passed down from man who humps my mom. We'll just go from that. That's what, Instead of saying father from now on for Toledo's, uh, you know, the woke culture. What Morris taught me. Yeah, man who's dick and mom <laughs> taught me this. And that can be your dad, or in Toledo's case, Morris. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
and maybe someone else. I'm not sure if Moore stuck around the entire time. Yeah, I just don't get it. So I'm, I'm proud to say uh, that guy's going to go to the can. And all of his bravado and screaming and yelling gets locked up with him. And uh, the neighbors that were on the news were hilarious, too. We were so afraid when we saw all those SWAT trucks. Yeah, good reaction. Get in your house, dumbass. Put your phone down. <laughs> we're so scared. Well, no. How would we be on the news? When I was on that ride-along, and uh, I've never seen human behavior dumber than the general public when we – best ride-along of all time, stolen car, car chase, I'm scared to death. I'm in a T-shirt and jeans. I have a my cell phone's in a wallet and looks like a holster, so I'm pretending it's a gun every time we get out because I'm being taken to some. Just the one where you got to move the car. Oh yeah, I got to move the car and turn the. I didn't know how to work the police car. So we go and we the guy holds up in this house and we don't know who's in there. And I'll tell you from the perspective of of being on the side of the police that day, not knowing who's in the house is horrifying. That guy ran in there. We found the car. He took a girl in. We didn't know if she was a hostage. You don't know anything. And then other cars come up. They've got full automatic weapons. The ARs are out on top of car hoods. Everything is pointed at this house. They're ready for a shootout. We know that the dude stole the gun with or stole the car with a gun. We know he had a gun. And he's in this house. We don't know what's in the house. I'm standing outside like a tool. And they're like, get behind the engine block. Okay. So I walk around to the front <laughs> of the thing. Oh, the engine block's the front, right? Can it go through the tire? Just duck down, On dumbass. The side. And then Ben turns and he goes, John, because people are still driving down this residential street to see why there are 14 cars and armed at the ready police officers leaning over the hoods of their cars and running all over the place. And people are like, what's going on down here? And they drive down the road, and they're like, John, move the car and block the street. I'm like, hey, hey uh, you got you it, got Captain. It, I'm not a captain. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and I, and I, I can't figure out the car. I, turn the, I literally turn the windshield wipers on. They've got sticks and all sorts of crazy stuff, and I'm sitting in this cockpit of hell. Public's Finally, watching you. Oh, and you look this across guy. the street. There's 100 people with their cell phones out. And then he's like, clear those people out. Me? Yeah, get him out. So I hold my fake holster phone, here. and I'm, I walk around I'm like, you guys, I do exactly what you see in movies. There's not, nothing to see here. There's <laughs> everything in the everything world to see here. Like I'm like, here. I'm with you. There is so much to see here, but you guys should probably go. Stand behind an engine block, and if you wouldn't mind pointing that out to me, I'd, that'd be helpful. But uh, all their phones went from filming the house with the people in it and the cops pointing their guns at it to when I go, hey, folks, let's get, get in your houses. Get inside. Their phones just point at me. So now I, I'm, I'm on someone's on cell viral. phone somewhere. We're like, remember when that guy was trying to tell us to go in? That one, right? the idiot there that's holding his phone and pretending it's a gun. And then he hid behind the car, the one that turned the windshield that's wipers and the turn guy. signals on. He's no cop. They didn't know. And I wasn't allowed to say I was a cop. The one guy's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm media. <laughs> and they just turned their phones back to the thing. But you don't realize if they start shooting, you're standing behind it. You're in it. <laughs> And you're filming it with your stupid phones. It was crazy, the mentality of what goes on. So then when this, they're holed up and that Bearcat's going to tear that house down, there's a group of like 15, 20 people just standing there like it's – and we all laugh because I remember in school and they're like the people that went to the, the uh, Battle of Gettysburg, packed lunches. Oh, yeah. They, they, they made it like, oh. Sat on top of the hill. The soldiers watch. are here. That's 
Right. And they sat there. We've never been different. We're always the same. When we're when we're not Fort involved Sumter, in it, I think was we the- try to sit and like they, that's basically their way of iPhoning it. They went there to watch. Like, what is this all about? And I hear that this, picnic change. Uh, there's going to be a battle. But Brady, and people the- don't. They st- even through it all, they feel safe because they're not the target. Right. But Those you talk idiots- about the battles then too. They knew that the crowd was here. Sure. They fought here. Well, but they that, fought in the but, middle. They, but the bullets would wing up. No, they I didn't get know. That, yeah, but, that's what they were surprised by the people at the picnic all of a sudden. Uh oh. But beyond that, changed. that's yeah, just yeah. The, 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 the example I'm using. Right. Those people didn't move. No. They weren't, and they weren't has in the battle, and nothing's different. Like those people with their phones stood there like, well, I can't get hit. I'm not part of this. I'm actually just an observer. Yes, you can. And no, but not a soul went inside. When I said go inside, not a soul went inside. No. No, we're filming this. And it was a direct line. Like if that flagpole was where the guy was holed up and the window pointing out, I'm the dude standing. Like it's direct line. And there's nothing stopping it. And I would talk to Ben after. I'm like, oh, it's the biggest problem we've got. It's a spectator sport. We start having a, a scuffle. And he said the phones come out. And there's 20 people there that feel like they're immune to the entire situation filming it. And it's no different than what was going on. If a bear cat is in my neighborhood – and it's going to tear through the side of a house. I might be the dummy that stands outside too, but I think I would hope to think that I'm like, oh, I need to be in. I need to be behind an engine block. I think that's find an engine block and get behind it. Bullets have a hard time passing through those. What was cool after the Bearcat destroyed that house? I got everything cleaned up. The kids got free rides in it. Oh, in that's the neighborhood. Neat. Well, right through the house, through with yeah. the, the holes they built. Yeah, it's just uh, the mentality of the general public to watch that, and they're on the news last night. Witnesses and the news is the problem too, is because they love talking to those people. You were use your footage, outside. yeah. And then can we can we borrow your phone? Sure, I got a lot of great footage. I was within a few feet of it. We were so scared. You weren't that scared. You were standing in the front yard. We didn't know what was going to happen. There were flashbangs. You ever heard a flashbang? Bang, bang. And they didn't care. It was nuts. So yeah, if that happens in your neighborhood, you have windows for a reason. Look out. There's no reason to stand outside, but people did it. And it's not a good angle, John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get, get, get the screen screws up the <laughs> lens. Starts to focus in on the screen. I got to get closer. My friends in New York need to see this. It's going on right across the street. And by the way, why do you want to chronicle that? It lowers viral. your home Everybody values. I know. But if your neighborhood is known for the place where it holds up fugitives and has bearcats, don't worry. I'll post that it was down the down the street. Even in this market of houses, I don't think that's the best advertising for the area. Isn't this where that bearcat was? Oh, sure. I got video of it right right out my front. What are the odds that happens twice in this neighborhood? <laughs> now it's working the other way. Yeah. Probably values go up. After I would huge I would locations. Airbnb that place. Fugitive Hall. You know, and make it, you know, I'd make it a theme Airbnb, but it is, uh, there's a lot of dumb people in the world. A lot of dumb people. Uh, by the way, somebody sent a, um, a little clip for me to play. Let's see if I can find it here real quick. Yeah, it's a clip of, he was on a plane when they announced there were no masks. No masks. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, it's like, hang on, let me see you can take them off. Right here. All right, folks, we here at Sun Country have decided that there's no more masks, so you can all celebrate, and hopefully you have a wonderful time. Everybody, no more masks, all right? Oh, oh, no they fired up with Show Me Your Fish on Sun Country. It was Clayton's tour. We're going fishing over in Georgia, $9 flights out, and we don't have to wear no masks. It's awesome. We loves it. Sun hey, Cletus, you can't bring any bags with you. 
Don't need them. <laughs> Don't need them. That's my luggage bags. What you talking about? I got my fishing pole. That's all I need. You're allowed a Hefty. stick. Hefty is my luggage. <laughs> and a yeah. bandana. Yeah, you can take a stick on the flight. Their overhead compartments are about six feet long. <laughs> got to get you an ugly stick. I got me a Shimano reel. I don't want that thing dinging around. So sit right next to me for nine dollars. <laughs> I'm holding that. <laughs> nine extra dollars. It has its own seat. <laughs> this thing is uh, no joke. Cost me over four hundred bucks. Get this reel on my rod. That's a whole year. I bet you that happens on Sun Country all the time. All right, folks, everybody take your seats. Could you please turn Show Me Your Fish down until the announcements are over? They accumulate tons and tons of lead because people forgot their... their... Your seat can be used as a flotation device. Hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to steal this seat and we can float out in the water and fish. Don't take your sinkers. I mean, they can't fly out of here, Sun Country. Can no, they, they don't. They I looked. Don't. Yeah, okay, good. They're based out of Minneapolis. Yeah, they're coming. Oh, yeah. You hear ultra discount. Ultra, <laughs> ultra discount. Ultra discount. <laughs> they had a trash bag at the ready, and those people were not. They were thrilled. Get this goddamn thing off my face. <laughs> Threw it into that bag. Woohoo! Yeehaw! Not the Toby Keith one. That's right. Hang on to that. You be dazzled that that looked pretty on you. That's my piggly wiggly bag. <laughs> he wore a one guy in the MPM plastic sack with two eyes cut out. Is <laughs> my mask keep out the COVIDs. I hate them Jews. It's not COVID, <laughs> sir. It's not COVIDs. No, I got to keep the COVIDs away. They live right down the street from me. I wear a sack so I can commit I crimes in their yard. I hate that woman. That COVIDs. She's the worst. I didn't know the whole world hated them like I do, but they do. Screw you, COVIDs. <laughs> You caused all this trouble, COVID. We're going to burn your house down. <laughs> Why do they get so mad at us? They think we're the disease. <laughs> they fly to here in Vegas, or our closest ones. Uh, Sun, Country. On Sun Country. Yeah. In Vegas. They fly out of uh, they land, way to your favorite airport. Yeah, they land right at Fremont Street when you go to Vegas. There, there's right. no way. They don't even go to a strip. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> right on the zip line. <laughs> yep. There you go. It's you a sh- quick drop. Yeah. Clear. We don't have clearance into McLaren Airport, so we're just going to hover above the strip. Anybody who wants to go to Las Vegas right now, the door's open. I'm in, man. That sounds good. Toledo's dad won't fly Sun Country because it just sounds too close to finding him. Right. <laughs> sun Country? That's where all the suns go? Uh, never mind. Uh, speaking of the suns, that's tonight, too. And uh, tonight's a big one. Tonight's one where they have to correct their errors and just mop up the Pelicans. They have to just destroy this team tonight. You don't want a fourth quarter comeback or anything for uh, Paul to take I, I, over? I want it to be one of those things where, like, just handle. Like the Warriors last night? Handle the eight seed. Yeah. You get into the – and it's, you know, it's a playoff team. The Pelicans aren't a bad team, but it's just just handle them. Be the number one seed. Quit. Don't toy with them. Don't let them in it. After the third quarter is uh, established, I want to see some junk players tonight. I want to see some – this this is the game where you just are like, we got gotcha. you statement game if anything i thought game one would be the one they'd lose if they were going to lose any of them uh, after they they won the first half handily and then the third quarter got so out of hand and then they, they came back and did their job you, you can handle this team correct your errors get out there slaughter the pelicans tonight and we won't have to worry about them again then it's on to round two and hopefully in that time jsx will have flights to denver or salt lake city ready to go if you're listening jsx i would very much like uh, new routes to Denver and Salt Lake somewhere in the next five days. I'm not sure how any of that works, but I'm pretty sure you guys can pull that off in the FAA. Just get a 
already sold a couple seats there. A quick license. You got two seats sold already. You got one of the planes will fill up. If JSX had a flight to Denver and the Suns were in, it's full. I can fill. Look, JSX, let me promise you this. I'll buy all the seats that don't sell if you can get me that flight. It, it'll sell. We get, I, can, I can talk 15, 20 people into that. That'd be fun. So we'll get in on that. But Suns and uh, Pelicans tonight, I think it's 7 o'clock at Footprint Center. Just a walk in the park. I have to apologize to TV's Doug Hopkins. I did not go to his birthday celebration yesterday. You didn't? No, God. Kind of no. said he wasn't. Going I know, to. but still, I thought I thought he'd be guilted into going. No, I'm not Brady. I have no problems telling people <laughs> no and not showing up to things. Uh, I'm, I went. It was pretty. Did fun. you go? I knew you yeah. would. I knew you'd show up I'm at like, the party. I have to say, John doesn't. I better. <laughs> I understand he roasted a pig. <laughs> And Brady just smelled it out. No idea where the guy lived, and I found him. It was pretty great. It's gotta be this house. There it is. Here's Stevie's Doug Hopkins. What's up? Hey, Grody. Brady, close enough. <laughs> Grody. But I got a text that goes, weak, just weak. And I'm like, you knew I wasn't coming. I told you. I gave him a big happy birthday wish. I told him I loved him. It's been a lovely relationship. We've now celebrated a year of, of being pals and almost a full year of roommates down to, and I heard him tell. My friend Mark, that I'm a better roommate than, than Big Rob was before. Big Rob. And the reason why is because there's been no blood uh, stains yeah. on anything since Rob left. Some of the apartment still has blood spatter. And still there's cable. And the cable is active for another two weeks. And who's paying that? Well, <laughs> nobody knows. Oh, okay. Rob is supposed to pay it, and we don't know why. And he, just, he, he won't cancel it because he doesn't want to take the boxes from downtown to the store. And then I'm just like, cancel it. And he goes, well, then I have to come down there and do all that. And I'm like, I'm not interested in this. Just do it. Uh, and so we're trying, we're struggling. So the, the it's paid for the rest of the month. And then I have to pay him and he pays the cable thing. But he never tells me how much it is. So he never, and then he complains and never gets, it's ridiculous. Rob's a terrible roommate and I'm not even roommates with him. He's the worst roommate of all of us at the H&H Ranch and he's not even involved anymore. But I told I told Doug all that and heard him say that I'm a great roommate and all this stuff. And then yesterday I told him I can't go to your party. It's, you live so far away. It's just on a, it's, and Saul I had Saul to watch. Uh, I had my night planned already, and your birthday's kind of inconvenient for me. But he had evidently a wonderful thing. And who has birthday parties on a Monday? It's just. And I even offered him like, look, I'm going to take you to a nice dinner for your birthday. If it means that much, we're going to do that because I know you're a sensitive man. Last thing I want to do is see TV's Doug Hopkins crying. And uh, so I said, we'll, we'll get you to a dinner. And it'll be more personal, a nice birthday celebration, one-on-one, rather than some informal uh, party I don't want to be at. Why do you want all me All campus rock. I've already said I hate, I hate driving all the way out there. He lives way far away. It's no fun. I can't have any fun driving all the way out there. Missing Saul. I don't want to be at that. Why can't people hear the truth? Like your party's on a terrible day. I'll take you to birthday dinner another time. Better call Saul's back. I've waited for two years for this. My birthday, bro. Better call Saul, though. It was awesome, by the way. Anything bother you on the better call Saul? Not at all. It it delivered. Oh, did it ever. It started all, it just gave, it just picked up where it left off. And now you're just, and so many little subtle hints. And like, they dropped so many cookies in that show. I'm going to go back and probably watch again tonight and not take Doug to dinner. It's going to be great. What about tomorrow? Take me to birthday dinner tomorrow. Got to recap Saul. Pushing it. Doug sees Saul's on, and it's very intricate, and there's a lot of detail, so I'm going I'm to have to watch again tomorrow. So Tuesday's out. Got to do Saul tomorrow, today, again, and the Suns game tonight. So 
I got a lot on my plate today. Got that is a lot. That's busy. Clean up that credit problem. Watch a better call Saul again. Son's Go close game. some accounts. And the, and the only thing that's not involved in it is driving all over Hell's Half Acre just to have a birthday cake at Doug's house. He's a grown-up. He has a nice birthday party. I missed his 50th last year. And his uh, 51 doesn't count. But I think when you start getting into that territory, like you should start celebrating every birthday, Brady. Like my dad's doing that. Like all his birthdays like matter now because I think he thinks this is it. <laughs> I think in the, in the back of his mind he's like, I'm, I might not have any many more of these. I think that happens when you've had, you know, a doctor tell you, eh, it's not looking too good in there. <laughs> and uh, I think your birthdays start getting more important. I think that's what happened to Doug. They took a peek inside of him and said, let me clean this thing up. Your birthdays are going to be few and far between if you keep this up. All right, party. And then what do you do? You party really hard on your birthday and mess it up even more. So he's getting up at noon today. Oh, yeah. No, Doug, if you had an appointment with TV's Doug Hopkins today, it's canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Although I will say that man turns it on a dime. He's probably up at a meeting now. That guy can go from from 60 to zero and zero to 60 better than anybody I've ever met. He can say, all right, time to be professional. I'm like, weren't you drunk five minutes ago? wildly look at you you're amazing all right have a great day bro and i'm like how did you just straighten up so well i don't know it happens he's amazing i would trust like doug could be drunk next to me asleep on the couch and 20 minutes later i'd be like all right you're gonna drive a school bus and i trust you i think it's i think you're okay he can straighten up like nobody the Mickey Mantle gene. It is. He's got the Mickey Mantle gene. He's got the holy cow. You're, you just played the best game of your life. I was so drunk five minutes before this game started. I'm like, I saw you. I was feeding you drinks. He's outstanding. So happy belated to Doug. But you live too far away for birthday celebrations on a Monday. Let's be honest. People need to have that dose of honesty. I don't want to go to your kids' parties. Too many people go out of guilt. Like you said, I think you'd go out of guilt. I don't think I have that inside me. I don't go to things out of guilt. Why would you want me there out of guilt? If you had a party and I'm like, ah, well, then don't come. I'll go. Why, why do you want that guy coming? I'm only going because I feel guilty if I didn't show up. I know you're going <laughs> for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Every once in a while. No. It doesn't have to be. I know. Yeah. You can just say, ah, I'm going for the wrong reasons. I'll take you out some other time when I want to go. <laughs> I would rather have somebody tell me, I really don't want to come to your thing. Then just show up and go, I'm here. Bleh. What do you want? Right, I'm at your party. Are you happy? Like, geez, <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. If you don't show up, I have no problems with that. None. If Brady, if you if you invited me to a party and I said, I don't want to go, would you like me? And then he didn't come. I told you. Well, it's John's birthday. and no, I don't really want to be there. But, he didn't want to come. Ugh, we got that stupid party. <laughs> Everybody says that, too. Not a soul sits at the house, maybe Brady, but not a soul gets ready to go to somebody's house and is like, oh, I can't wait to get over there. The whole day you're like, oh, is there, is there any way you feel like you've got the flu? Is there any way we can get out of this? All right. That's probably uttered 90% of every house party. The people go and get in the car, and right before the door closes, they're like, all right, let's go. I'm pretty sure that's every human being on the planet. All right, let's get this over with. I've never once hopped in a car excited to go. Might to be a little house. lighter now since we're coming out of the pandemic and people want to get out. But I don't think so. I think um, 
age has something to do with it, too, nope. a little bit. Well, not for me. It's been that way since I was a kid. You invite me to <laughs> Toledo. Had his kid's birthday party. Oh, God. Ugh. And I got in the car. All right, let's get this over with. Everything. Everything I do that with. Nobody wants to do that. No, that was at Chuck E. Cheese years ago. And then we had Frank's. Yeah. Frank had and then Frank Joey's decided. There. to go. I'm like, what are you guys yeah. doing? We all got sick. And that's the reason I don't want to go. Everybody got <laughs> consumption. And we had 1800s diseases. You had whooping cough. Like, time, with no kids, though, you shouldn't be invited. No. No. You never yes. invite people with no kids. No. Yeah. People but know everybody kids still does. I know, I know. I, I do the same. I get the same. Did you thing. invite Uncle Brett? No. We're not related. <laughs> Why is he Uncle Brett? We don't know what else to call him. Right. <laughs> yeah, childless people should not be invited to child parties. They, they don't belong. And fifty-one-year-old men should not have their birthday parties on a Monday. She's barren. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Lucky. That's what I hear when I hear a woman is barren. She can't have children. <gasps> Is she single? Lucky. Is she single? No. If she's <laughs> if she's barren and loves being around kids, she's a called a cat oh, yeah, lady. Because yeah, no guy's yeah. corralling that one. I can't have children. Oh, God. Bye. Enjoy your collection of cats. Happy birthday. <laughs> no man likes me. It's because you're all on about what you can't do with your ovaries. Except the gift. If ever, if ever you should believe in God, it's the day the doctor told you. I'm sorry, you're barren. What a gift you've been given. <laughs> Next week, invited to a gender reveal. No! <laughs> <laughs> I knew a girl years ago who was told at a very early age that her factory was busted. And all she did was surround herself with family and cry her eyes out. She was intolerable after a while. I was like, I just, babies are all like, oh, forget it. I don't even like working with you. That's when she needs a whore around. Endometriosis made me. I'm like, I don't want to hear this all the time. You realize you're kind of a broken record. And not only broken record, you're broken ovaries. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, I didn't want to deal with her anymore. Face reality. That's not getting better. And I think the last pictures I saw her are like a black kid and an Asian kid in her house. No dad. But she went out and adopted a couple of them. Took them home. Happy as a lark. <laughs> right. I don't know about that. Because deep down, she still knows they didn't fall out of her because she's she a bust. Angelina Jolie now just going for the we are the world <laughs> thing or what? She's at 23 at the blackjack table. There's nothing coming out of her that's normal. So she had to go steal a couple. Thank you, Shiloh. I want one of my own. Well, if you didn't have walnuts for ovaries. <laughs> but I guess you just have to start to embrace reality. We froze my eggs. Oh, good. Where are they? In the fridge? Hard-boiled? <laughs> what do we got? Just in case. Yeah, I have a friend whose uh, wife did that, and they're almost, like, they're late 40s now. And she still wants to do it. Like, what? Yeah. Why? You don't want to be that 70-year-old person at your kid's right. high school graduation. Her two kids grew no. up. No. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Well, well, Brady, you'll be 65. Yeah. You know, you're all good. He ain't going to be at any graduation. <laughs> Come on. Well, his birthday's got to start getting more important to him. He's going to miss all the big stuff. all lined up for that. He's going to miss all the big events. So let's just make Brady's birthdays a big deal from now on. Well, you said yesterday she's getting married in three years. You think he doesn't accelerate well, that timeline? You got to speed this up. You gotta, yeah, you got to get him at three years. Isn't she going to be sixteen then? Yeah. yeah. Where are we? But just she's so Daddy can be old. at the she's wedding. Been promised. Yeah. Daddy can be at the wedding if she's sixteen. If she's twenty-two, <laughs> Daddy, look, she's not. Brady ain't going to be at her wedding. 
Graduation is a push, but the wedding, not a thing. Graduation's even money? Uh, it's, it's even money. <laughs> There's a spread on that. That's not a thing. I mean, I'm rooting for you to be there, but if I'm a betting man. Yeah, she's not in the excelled classes yeah. either. So that's, you know, when you hear about these kids yeah, she's graduating. Not out. She's not Doogie Howser. you got to step it up. <laughs> you got to hurry up. Daddy's on a fast track. <laughs> TikTok curbs. How old will you be when she graduates? Like 64? Five years, 62. 62. That's an old dad. That's an old dad. Do you feel weird around her friends? Her no. Vibrant young parents? No. Are buying vacuum cleaners yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Not doing any of that. Not yet. My How many hot right. friends she yeah. have and what are they selling? Yeah. My, my, yeah. Hey, you're a little lady. Now, if Come my dad was in, in his 60s and bought that vacuum from that Lisa girl, that would have been a totally different animal. <laughs> Creepy old man. My dad was only like 47 when that happened. He was young. They had kids young. That's the only way to do it. Get them out of there while you're still walking around. Brady's going to, Kirby's going to be like moving out of the house. And Brady's going to be like, goodbye. I love your life. I'm like, that's the end of your life. Like, that's it. Your empty nest is going to be a drool towel and TV. What's with the cord running through the house? My oxygen. My ability to breathe. Is Kirby home? No, she's gone. Let me just get this pillow over your face. This is hard to watch. Anyway, well, good luck, old dad. Graduation's in five years. <laughs> Oof. What's the fan over Easy under? peasy. No way. I'll say this. Your left side will definitely be affected at the graduation if you're still alive. Is she doing the... You'll still be in recovery. Is she moving to a high school or is Gilbert... Yeah, yeah she's moving. Gilbert Christian High School. No, oh, they have. Oh, it's all one shot, all yeah. the way through. Oh, so school. it's all one house, right? It's no, same... it's a, it's in a different. Uh, oh, it's in a different area. Across yeah. the street. Oh, across the street. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be the guy at the the graduation that claps by his right hand hitting his chest because his left hand doesn't work anymore. <laughs> that needs got to get his pacemaker kicked in again. I don't think he'll have a pacemaker. No, <laughs> the, the, the debilitating stroke is going to be. Torp's got a pacemaker, girl. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he's Ooh. like a hundred. That's different. It certainly is. He got cracked open at 75. Oh, okay. You got 10 years easy before that happens. (laughs) Come on, wink and a nod, John. (laughs) Stop it. Let's be honest with him. Anyway, good luck. We have goals. (laughs) Do you? Make the high school. (laughs) Get graduation. graduation. Cross your fingers and then hope for college graduation. No way you see college graduation. Go get yourself. The high school's hoping you make graduation too. (laughs) Keep those payments coming. Look, I'll barely make her college graduation. (laughs) I'll be a steel skeleton by the time that rolls out. But, yeah, it's all right. I want to see that. Half-faced Brady at the graduation. With my little baby. She's on your left side. Okay. Let me turn around. Let me say it's not funny. Not funny. Stand on my right side, sweetheart. Daddy loves you. Give Daddy a big kiss. I'd rather not you old pirate your face is covered in spit. <laughs> Daddy, I'm so high right now. Oh. It's a cumulative. If I get touched, I bleed. <laughs> Don't touch my old man. Why is your grandpa here, Kirby? Quiet down, everybody. Don't uh, touch my old man. He turns into Chuck. Hey, Yoda. <laughs> he's, 
Your dad looks like a pot sticker. Because my skin is thin. My skin is thinned out since the stroke. Also, I can't be touched. If you touch me, I do. He's like a sponge. If you touch him, he just gushes blood. <laughs> can't even move at the house. She's having keggers. Stop it. Knock it off. You kids should probably all get out. Move out of the way, old man. Just wheel him over there and point him in the corner like the Blair Witch, a reference I shouldn't know. Get out of the way, mummy dust. Yeah, excuse me, mummy dust. <laughs> Kirby! Stay on his left side. He won't even know there's a party in here. Just turn on Blazing Saddles. He'll be there for hours. Come on down to Kirby Bogan's left side of daddy party. We have parties on his left side. He doesn't even know what's going on. He's got no hearing. Can't see. Seems to be quite a lot of activity over there. I'm rooting for you, Brady, but we all know what's going to happen. And it ain't pretty. Maybe Toledo uh, can can go in your stead and be the father. Substitute dad. Be the father he never had. <laughs> Why me? Oh, because you'd be a, sub- you're a good substitute dad. Well, I'm not okay. going because you know the pain of not having a father. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm not okay. going. He's not going right. to go. You're the only one. Re- There's two reasons why <laughs> we're not doing it. <laughs> and second, you know, you know what it's like to have By a graduation. default, a, a, a dad-free graduation. As All well. right, I get it. So, yeah, you just stand in. And you hold you hold the iPad right. of Brady at home going because <laughs> he can't leave his I can't leave him his, on a Segway yeah, like yeah. in Modern Family. He can't leave his facility. <laughs> he has to be carried around by iPad. I can't leave the facility. You're great. Hey, turn the volume down. I can't. I can't, I can't watch that dude slurp anymore, man. I made it, Joe Pirate. Hey, all right. And uh, disconnect. <laughs> all right, everybody. Back to my house for a left side daddy party. Anyway, good luck to you, baby. It's going to be a blast. how we started that. But it is going to be a blast. I will be on the, and I'll be on the right side of Brady going, nice digs. <laughs> is there something going on over there? No. Not as far as you know. It's a bunch of high school seniors running around your pool. Ooh. I can't look. I'm kind of rooting for it. You sound fun. What's Italian in? <laughs> it's all bird fishing. Bird. Jesus, Brady, you look terrible. I know. <laughs> I'm going to be a horrible friend. I'm walking up to him. Jesus Christ, what happened? I had a little stroke. Little. <laughs> a monster. You got somebody cut you in half, put you back together. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? <laughs> Wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are getting the stock back in. There, as a matter of fact, they're getting so many bikes that they're sending them out of state now. People are just hitting them up. So you can check out their whole uh, stock online, actionrideshop.com, or just go on in there and check it out. So uh, they got all the big brands. Pivot, Rocky Mountain, Santa Cruz, Ibis, Kona, all prices, ranges be taken care of there so check it out actionrideshop.com and on the list we've got uh tons of concerts i can rock for you fest if this thing whatever works. there you there go. We go all right uh rise against re-education yeah, through labor uh trey you two cody and cambrias pennywise and of course we got the standards deftones metallica suicide silence hate breed terror what do you want terror. to go with this week uh i like the rise against one i don't know that song though you know it when you hear it. You'll know okay. it. Yeah, bro, him. All right, let's do that one. Let's do the rise against. All right, get a little bit of that. They had to cancel a couple of shows this week. Yeah, I asked Larry about that. What's going on? Because of COVID. Yeah, 
So we're got our fingers but crossed. But I think it's their crew. I don't think it's them. Yeah, it's not them, but yeah. they're still it's yeah. in their camp. So right. they have to take a few days and they canceled uh Seattle and Yeah or somewhere else. And uh or something in Canada and something in Seattle. And they canceled their shows like leading up to this week and everybody here's like, Well, that's not good. But uh so far so good that Rise Against is like, ah, eh, precautionary nonsense. Take a couple of shows off, we'll pop back, but I think you can make Mask it. Mask up. I think you can make it through like with COVID now. I think you can even play. Right? Like a cold? Yeah. Oh, don't start that now. Huh? Don't start that. I am. I told you. I am fully. I told you all what it is. <laughs> I am fully now on the train that if you have it or are close to it, don't tell anybody. It just it causes problems. Do your best to avoid folks, but just shh. Calling sick for a couple days. So I got a cold. Tell everybody you're negative. Firm believer that that's why the numbers are down. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's telling. Anything. Nobody's oh, talking. 100%. If, if they're taking home tests, going crap. I got it. And then they just call in and go, "I took a test. It's negative. No big deal." But uh, I feel, I feel good. I, I got yeah. food poisoning or something. And they just stay at home for a couple of days. I'm pretty sure that's positive COVID test now because that's what I would do if I was positive. I'd be like, uh, "Yeah, why wouldn't you?" I got the flu. The panics, sure? the panic in this building. Now, early on, I get it, but just recently with the panic when somebody yeah. gets a little It's not bit, that bad right now. Because we've had a couple of them right. have it, and everybody's like, all right. Jesus, Heather had something I can't even explain with whatever she was. her The wettest cough I've ever heard in my life. She's you, rivaling me for getting oh, diseases. Oh, she's terrible. And she was downstairs, and she goes, I'm all better. <coughs> and I heard a throat oyster come up, <laughs> and she's looking at me, and we're talking about uh, the Jeep dealership, Larry H. Miller. And I watched her do that. Oh! <laughs> she kind of had to take it down. <sighs> she had to do that throat lozenge thing because the oyster came up. The gulp. The that, full buck and rider. But that, yeah, it was a buck and rider. It was a blue point that popped up in her mouth right in the middle. <laughs> but the cough was wet. And I'm like, oh, Heather, your cough is still all wet. That means you're, you're still bad. I'm fine. I'm. <coughs> Hold on, I gotta go out for a second. Oh, oh. God! It hit the flagpole and winged around twice. Oh, did good that one. Ball? That was a big one. Yeah, kids started tetherballing with it. <laughs> hey, your throat oyster is not a game. Go tell those kids that's a throat oyster. Somebody lost a tether tetherball out here on the flagpole. <coughs> I'll be out. It's all sticky. <laughs> Trip has to make an announcement. No more <laughs> oysters on the flagpole. Oh, well, that's a great band name. Oysters on the flagpole. All right, everyone, listen up, Heather. Quit spitting <laughs> your loogies on the flagpole. We got a problem with children, and I don't know what's worse—your bronchitis or having kids in the parking lot. I know what's worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was gross. But yeah, I had, you just uh, lie about it. Lie about it right now. Stay home for a couple. Remember days. Remember back in the day when I. Was first in on it pretty oh, much, yeah. was the first and the one. and the guy where I think is the the carrier monkey, yeah, was getting rocked by allergies. Right, but we Fast knew that. Fast forward two years later, at a furniture store on Saturday, and the guy that's helping you out, oh, I'm just getting crushed by allergies right yeah. now. Thinking, <laughs> but then we were so hyper aware that if you had a stuffy nose, you should never be outside. Yeah. We didn't know if this was the death but tank now or not. It's now gone away because well, we know. We, we we have knowledge now. Back then, we yeah. had no idea if somebody was sniffing. You like acted like they were on fire. Oh, I was terrified because Same I here. get allergies very bad, yeah. and I'm just like everybody's like, "Well, you got." It. I'm like, 
Dude, you've known me 20 years, yeah. and I've always get allergies at this time. But it was it was horrifying. Yeah. Then. It was like walking around with a loaded gun. Nobody knew. Now we know. It's like, ah, allergies, allergies, and COVID. Now you know. It has been allergies. You just had COVID you over had and over. COVID's true. Every year. Yeah. Solid years. Good for you. We just survived that. Anyway, uh, this is a rise against. It's concert psyching rock for this Sunday's U-Fest. Fingers crossed that uh, they don't catch that cold and have to cancel. Because right now it's all a go. They've had to cancel a couple of shows, so keep your ears open about this. But you get to see it live on Sunday. This is good. The more I hear from Rise Against the Trey and all this stuff, I'm like, man, I do know a ton of their stuff. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.